Hello, welcome to the show. This is Today in Space with your host, Greco. And we're here uh, waiting for the launch of Falcon 9 and the Discover uh, spacecraft. Uh, with us is the assistant. Welcome. Thank you for having me again. Appreciate it. I'm glad you're on. Um, how, how have you been dealing with the, uh, with the snow? It's the first time I've seen you back on the show since before the storm. Well, you know, uh, snow is a four-letter word, um, yep. and it should be considered that. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I know we talked about it a little bit before it happened. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, the first one, the blizzard, the first one, yeah, uh, yeah it took me seven and a half hours with the snowblower to do a couple of driveways. It was, yeah. uh. Yeah. And what, you waited till. Wait till it was like, all done. Yeah. You waited till the end. Yeah. didn't bother. No. Yeah. God help us. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And I mean, the main issue that's going on right now is that there's no place to put any new snow and we've already had, we're in the middle of a, a third storm. And we didn't have enough room to put it after the first one. Yeah, so. you know, got three feet in the blizzard, then got another two feet in the last one, and now mm-hmm. we're getting another two feet um, today, you know, and uh, and obviously uh, two, three inches in between here and there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, there's no place to put it. Yeah, no, and it's, I mean, you know, kudos to, to the department works that, that have been trying to get this stuff out of here. Right. Um, I just, I, there hasn't been enough time. It's pretty much been every week. There's been a different storm on the yeah, uh, weekend. Yeah, it's been nonstop. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of the towns, they've been uh, using open fields to store all the snow, but yeah. they've run out of space. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of, it, it's starting to feel a little bit like trash. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's piling up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a problem. And I mean, I had my dose of it uh, the other day. I was walking Friday out of class, um, you know, just was using the sidewalk, uh, you know, obviously, you can't see the sidewalk, but you you know you're walking anyways. Right. Did a home alone uh, slip, fell, and luckily fell right on my back, but pretty much as flat on my back as I could go. Um, my head didn't hit the ground, but uh, everything cracked. Oh yeah. Just it was just a, and the worst part was I didn't feel it right away. Yeah. So I was like, oof. I was like, that's not good. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not sure that's the way you really want to get good. your back adjusted, but no, you know, no. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I was about to get in the car. I was about to take my hour ride in traffic and just didn't, just didn't feel about taking that ride. So called, uh, called the campus, uh, people, the EMS came, they were great. Um, and then spent five hours in the hospital waiting in a wheelchair, uh, to be seen. Cause apparently I, Decided to get hurt on the day that uh, everyone, everyone had the did. flu or sure. some other shit. So sure. that was my Friday. Um, yeah. That was fun, and I've been uh, trying to take it easy. Of course, I I'm not very good at that. Yeah, they didn't have a bar in the emergency room, did they? No, like a, that would have been that's a good idea. I like that yeah. idea. You know, while you're sitting there waiting, you can have a few drinks. And, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe back when they still smoke cigarettes in the hospitals, that was a thing. Yeah, you know. So, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 a terrible thing, and you know they're. So be careful. Hey, be careful. Cause Wear boots. If you don't have boots, go buy them if you're in the area. Yeah. So um, it is what it is. You know me. I can't stand it anymore. I can't um, shovel in. Yeah. Yeah. I've had enough of it. Yeah. But enough about that. We are sitting yeah. here um, and we're doing kind of just a, a hangout. We're sitting here watching the launch uh, for the Falcon 9. This is going to launch Discover, which uh, let's see here. Now, Discover is... Um, 
it has five separate instruments. Um, three will track uh, the solar wind and space weather events, which space weather, by the way, is some crazy shit. Um, we'll have to do a whole episode on that just alone. I yeah. mean, you think weather, you think the weather we were just talking about is crazy? Oh, yeah. Space yeah. weather blows it out out the out the door. I mean, if you if you went so. through a cloud of particles yeah. moving at at super fast speeds compared to your spacecraft, you wouldn't even feel it go through you. No. We just rip right through you, which is why shield technology would be great, but don't have it yet. So <laughs> don't have that. <laughs> Luckily, yet. we don't uh, we don't have too crazy space weather near us. We're just talking. You know, if we yeah. went inter inter uh, stellar travel, we would run into some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, but back to it, uh, the other two of the five, uh, they'll monitor the Earth. Um, one is the Earth Polychromatic Imaging Camera, or EPIC. Uh, I love how they just, I love how they, they put these together and then somehow it forms a word that actually makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if someone's in charge of that. Yeah, maybe they do it backwards. Maybe they say, here's the word we want. And we'll oh, kind of right, fill yeah, it maybe, in, so. maybe. Um, I mean, when, when I did a project in college, we definitely had a long conversation on what to call it. Um, of course, most of them were taken already. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's see. So uh, the EPIC will uh, be taking images of s- when on the side of the Earth that's always lit. So it's going to be following that, uh, and it'll take pictures of the Earth every two hours for 24 hours a day. Um, and then uh, a day after being taken, the images will uh, apparently, I was listening to some of the stuff before, um, they're going to be available on a public website so people can look at them. Cool. Um, and I guess the whole the whole idea with this is so that we can catch storms uh, easier and quicker, which mm. would be great, um, yeah. instead of actually when they're here getting the best data. Uh, that's about, I think, five to ten years down the road right. that we would that data would finally catch up to us. Sure. Um, and the other thing is to, to, um, to check... Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's... Yeah, solar winds and just... Uh, different things, and this discover will be at the at, will be at L one, and L one is the Lagrangian point, and just just there's apparently five uh, around the Earth system. But really quick, what is a Lagrangian point? Basically, in an ideal world, you would want um, to be able to stay still in space, but that's impossible since there's gravity's always working. Right. So since that's impossible, you got to go for the next best thing, which is the point where two gravities cancel each other out and so l1 is the point between the earth and the sun where uh the two gravities are, are like like a very uh, i can't yeah they cancel out right so that's where discover is going to go and it's going to take uh it's it is uh 91 million 960 thousand miles away from uh earth uh, sorry away from the sun and a million miles away from earth so and then that's where it's going to be yeah. taking um a lot of those uh, space weather and solar wind readings. So excellent. Yeah, yeah. So so that's kind of the the big thing there. So it's a big mission uh, for two reasons. For number one, that discovers going up there. This is apparently a very big deal in the scientific world. Um, for, for good reasons. I mean, it's giving True. us better data. Um, and of course, the the one that I'm really excited about is it's SpaceX's second attempt after they successfully do their mission, the first part. Um, they're going to try and land the first stage of the Falcon 9 on the autonomous spaceport drone ship. Right. So uh, if anyone missed it from last time, um, it got to the ship but uh, crashed fantastically um, for the first attempt. I mean, the fact right. that it even made it back to the ship is amazing. 
Yeah, it literally uh, bounced. I mean, I yeah, it so. gave us quite a show, that's yep. for sure. Um, but uh, so we'll, we'll see how they do here. I don't think we'll actually be able to see it, although the weather looks fantastic in Florida this weekend. I'm glad somebody's having good weather. Um, so they're looking very clear, um, and even above the sports, uh, spaceport is supposed to be looking very, uh, very good. So we may be able to see a long shot image, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, this is obviously being recorded the Sunday before the Monday release, so yep. we'll see. Maybe at the end of the episode, uh, I have some more information on this. But now we're sitting at uh, 11 minutes and 14, 14 seconds before launch. Um, and uh, one of the things I just wanted to, to if, if you might be able to hear slight murmurs in the background, it's because we've got it on TV in the other side of the room here. But uh, the other thing I want to talk about is uh, I sent you an article. Yep. Uh, about uh, the FAA starting to figure out or trying to figure out some regulations for moon business. Right. Which in and of itself is ridiculous. Um, but, I mean, what, what did you think of that? Well, you know, uh, real quickly here, I was uh, surprised uh, at the extent here that... Uh, that there are regulations in place. You mm-hmm. know, I was I was very shocked. There's that, some that was back to the 1967 treaty from the UN. Yeah, ni- under 1967 uh, UN treaty, uh, which is part of uh, governing activities on the moon. Mm. 1967, and I'm like, all right, I didn't know the United Nations had say over the moon. I didn't know that they had ownership of it. I didn't know they had who said that they did. You know, I mean, so yeah. I guess the superpowers uh, did or. Well, you know. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if if nobody has it, who can say something? Right. And then, you know, right. if, if all of the nations come together and say that's what it is. Yeah, then, but I'm not sure they know. all do. Because, I mean, I was reading through it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, technically the treaty is called United Nation, Nations Outer Space Treaty. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'd have to go back and find out you know, who who signed off on this treaty. Because I can't believe right. that they all signed off. Yeah, you know? and another thing, too, that I, I, I remember reading, again, I don't know if this is true, but it's, you know, let's just let's just pretend we live in a world where the Internet doesn't exist, right? Back in the day when you could say just about anything you could fucking think of, right. and nobody would know the difference. So that's what life has been like for most of the time, so sure. let's just assume that, right? Just to start off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, had, I was under the assumption that uh, no territory could be claimed at all in space. That was my understanding of it. Right. Um, and then there was another story that had come up bef- uh, a few years ago about some guy who was actually selling plots of land. Right. Um, not that he had any regulation to do so, right. but nobody could stop him from doing so. Right. So he was actually getting money from people right. and selling plots of the land off of some map he had of the moon. You know, I... I yeah, I mean, I'm sure... Allegedly, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, I was, you know... Yeah, I'm not sure about that anyways, but, you yeah, know, it's yeah. certainly... Uh, the, the the point that I have with this, which is kind of interesting, I think basically if you're going to lift off from that country, the United States, mm-hmm. from Russia, whatever it is, then they have the say over what you can do on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's the way the kind of the initial reading of this that I went through. Right. So from my perspective, if you launch from your own island, you know, let's say these billionaires might have on their own island. Right, and that's really, uh, let's just step back in case uh, someone hasn't read this article. A lot of this is because there are private investors who have the money and the means right. to go up and, and go to the moon uh, for a few reasons. One being uh, water. Uh, because they're uh, apparently, especially in the uh, 
the the dark uh, caverns of the moon, right. um, where light has not really reached in long time. There's there's right. definitely water crystals. Yep. Um, there's uh, materials uh, underneath that could be mined. Right. So there's a whole bunch of reasons you would go. Yeah, I mean, you know, according to the estimates, they've got 1.6 billion tons of water mm-hmm. um, on the ice poles up and up in the moon. And then they have a lot of rare earth elements. Uh, there are many earth elements that we use in manufacturing of magnets, of uh, windmills, right. those kinds of materials that are not in abundance. And China has smartly, so as you know, I, I've been investing in resources for 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, China has cornered that market. They own 94% of that rare earth market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, there's just no... You know, so there's no availability. They just recycle everything they've had, right. you know. And so from here, so they've got the rare earth minerals that are up there. There's going to be obviously mining questions. But really, like you said, is that, and again, this article, you know, here, and it specifically says this specific. This is Red Orbit, right? What's that? This is the article from Red Orbit? Yeah, it's from mm. Red Orbit. Uh, previous article was from Reuters. Mm. Uh, but Shackleton Energy Company here, it's SEC, which is pretty funny was that's the that's the people who that's not the company but there's a term in the investing world sec that's kind of like sends shivers up everybody's spine okay but but basically any place you can find water Mm -hmm. you have fuel yeah because uh, yeah sure you You just need to the means to make it sure right exactly so you know which is part of the thing um you know uh, you know if we went to mars the only way really to get back without burning fuel would be to manufacture it. Right. You know, now there are signs of water. Right. Um, or that there was water. You know, it's a good chance that you could actually make fuel. So in like exactly. a long term big picture thing, yeah, that's very important. Right. Yeah. Well this this particular company is based out of Texas. Another shocker. Texas again, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. Texas and they got the guts to go for this. Uh, mm-hmm. go big or go home, I guess, right? <laughs> um, but they also they their one of their plans is to create gas stations, pun intended, you know, fueling yeah. stations in space. Yeah, and and perfect uh, uh, place for them are these Lagrangian points that right. we talked about. Exactly. Um, especially if you're going to travel outside of um, the sun's influence, um, and and you're going to have ships that are always out. Th- that's where you really want these uh, fueling stations to be. Absolutely. You know, and then there was another company here called Moon Express mm. that. Uh, their thought process was obviously the water was important, but they were going to go about it a little bit differently. I mean, mm-hmm. the previous company was going to kind of use it to make uh, rocket propellant or use it in hydrogen engines. You know, okay. water, hydrogen engines makes right. sense, right? So, um, but here, you know, this particular company thought about mixing it and creating like a high test peroxide. You know, hydrogen peroxide, you know, PF, and create that hydrogen peroxide fuel, a little higher test, a little higher. Right, energy output. So, um, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, know. yeah, and it's you know it's it's something that's inevitable if this space travel kicks off and and really becomes something. What sure. I I think it will. Um, eventually, someone's going to have to create regulations and and make sure nobody gets out of control because. Right. You know, the reality is it definitely could if you've got all these private investors going just throwing money at it. Right. Yeah, it's. It could definitely get out of control. So I understand the 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 idea, the, right. but it's that's going to be one hell of a conversation. I mean, you're going to have to bring everyone in on that. You can't just have private investors in there. You're going to have to have every country that has the capabilities, right. or within the amount of time that that because this isn't going to happen in five years. No, 
you know the the first the first missions they're going to send up there you know space rocket ships and rocket travel it's it's not it's hard right it's very hard so just because these guys are are, are planning on getting it does not mean they're going to i mean look at look, right here spacex right spacex is one of the 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 companies now we're at three minutes and 38 seconds for launch um they're the one of ones that have pushed through um and 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 actually become successful because of their perseverance and their quality control right um and because of a man like elon musk who had the money to to sure. back into it i mean I was watching a video that was that was fantastic the other day about about some of the pearls of wisdom he was he, he said somebody put a whole compilation out there, and uh, I mean before the first successful launch, he had dumped everything into it. I mean it pretty much bet everything on one on on red, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and it paid off. So I mean these guys, yeah, they got money, but it's. Just because it's going to be at least twenty years before any of those regulations even come into play. Right. Well, it was interesting when I was reading this article. Right. The complaint was the opposite, where the companies were complaining that you know since nineteen sixty seven there was a treaty mm-hmm. and then these all these different governments had put regulations like the FAA has got authority over, you know, over the, has say about who can go and who can do this and everything else. Yeah, and most of that was for like habitat stuff but they're yeah. but because there's no regulations they can technically i guess from what i was reading they could stretch that and yeah. say that they so that's the it's weird so thing ambiguous about this. that they can do exactly whatever they want it's so ambiguous because they don't have a clue right you know, right so so the so the question i have for people is if you really think that this is important we need to start talking about this now because right God help us if we just let somebody else do this for us. I mean, well, it's going to be... The, the the complaint by the companies are is that these rules have been made by the government mm-hmm. with no input from these companies. So the companies have had no input about and back this at then, all, which is there valid. Was, back then, that was valid. Right. Because it was only right. superpowers that did it. Exactly. Now that we've got someone like SpaceX doing this as a private company, who's the first one to make it to the ISS, the International right. Space Station, now, now there's a reason to bring that in play, right. you know? I agree. So... What's we'll interesting here it says this one company, Shackleton Energy, was says we're planning on extracting water ice by sending people and robots to mine the lunar poles. Hmm. So jobs, right? You know, something new, exploration, the whole nine yards, right? Well, so. uh, the thing that I I really think is is extremely valuable. First of all, as far as as money goes, the the saying goes, um, and there's numbers that I obviously don't have the stuff in front of me, but. The saying goes that for every dollar you put into NASA or, or the space program, um, I think it was NASA specifically, you get $10 back. Right. I mean, you don't get that kind of return on anything. No. I mean, matter of fact. On anything. Matter of fact, I'll, show, I'll give you a, a monetary number, right? Back when the economy was cranking back in the, the 80s and mm-hmm. 90s, right? For every dollar you spent, you got $2.41 back. All right, so sounds pretty right. good. So you're getting pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, back in the in, in the 2000s, you were basically for every dollar you spent, you got about 45 cents back. So negative return, right? But you're right. you're trying to trying to kickstart stuff. But yeah. in the last two years, we're actually getting three cents back for every dollar. Ooh. So we're in, you know we're not getting any return for our dollar. Yeah. And you know I'm actually going to make a statement here. I want everybody to write this down, right? Okay. But in my opinion, space travel. And going into space is what's actually going to take the Earth 
and everybody on the earth, it's going to mm -hmm. change the economy for everybody. Yeah. I believe this is the next step, the next internet, the next, you know, back in when they created the engine, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, this is the next step that's going to spur the next economic boom yeah. for the earth, for everybody yeah, on earth. And, and, and to go on that, my belief, I, I thought about this in college because, of course, when you go into school for this, you know, you're trying to think, all right, what do I do? I mean, before SpaceX, the only thing was really NASA. That's right. all I knew. Yeah. So it was like, all right, what are you going to do? And then the more I thought about it and, and saw the emergence of SpaceX and, and all these other things, I realized that in space, if we start manufacturing in space, and actually there is, I can't think of, there's, there's very few positions and, and careers that can't be put into space. Absolutely. I mean, you go psychologists, um, physical therapists, engineers, artists, mechanics, uh, mechanics. Um, I mean, it's it's endless. Yeah. Um, you just you transfer you transfer what you're doing on Earth to yep. space, and I I can't I would be amazed if if anyone has one that doesn't work, send it right. here. Um, go to you know todayinspace.net and go to the contact section and email us, um, or. We have a, uh, an actual email account now. Uh, it's todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, nice. Same thing goes the same place. Yeah. Um, if you have anything to input into this conversation, or maybe we're not making any sense at all, um, let us know. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, no, I really think, I, I, I don't think there's a shortage of jobs once we get out there. I mean, yes, is the biggest hurdle right now actually being able to build in space? Sure. But we're not going to get there if we don't take the effort now right. to keep going. Well, you know, the question is, will will the governments choke off, you know, because they want their piece of the action. Let's just give Every, it. Well, well government, let's, let's, everyone needs their, their fair Everybody share needs the to get their piece. And yeah. I got no issue with yeah. that, right? The question is, there's always an issue as to how much. Mm -hmm. You know, it, when you ask for it, when you get too much, you choke it off. It doesn't make sense for the person doing the investing and doing the work mm -hmm. to do it. So the question is, are they going to go too far? Are they going mm -hmm. to just do enough to spur it on? And, you know, do they want commercial mining, right. commercial exploration, commercial that? If they do, then they'll keep the taxation, the fees, whatever it is that they're going to do, the control aspects, reasonable, mm -hmm. you know, but not, not choking, you know. Right. So. Yeah, you've got to give them enough so that they can actually keep going. Um, I think we're getting close here. Let's see what the time is. Um, yeah, actually... Let me check here. There might have been an issue with... Uh, yeah, it looks like the count's off, right? Yeah, I think they shut it down. There might have been an issue. Um, trying to check in here, guys. Just want to see what, what might have happened. We got a little on, on a tangent there. Uh, let's see. Okay, they might be scrubbing. They're going to scrub 24 hours. All right. Okay, so there's a potential they might scrub. I think the engineers are just waiting to see. Um, not 100% sure what might have happened. Let's see. This is what Twitter is really good for. Let's see. All right. All right. Oh, okay. So the Air Force tracking radar went down, according to Elon Musk. Uh, and the launch is postponed at the same time tomorrow. Um, wow, that beat NASA TV. Damn, you go, Elon. Oh. All right, so so apparently, yeah, the, the Air Force tracking radar went down. So uh, they will be scrubbing for tomorrow, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'll just keep this on 
mute here. Yeah, there we go. We'll keep that running in the background. All right. So, like like we said, launch scrub, but that's to be expected. I, I actually I was trying to look for this the other day. I don't think anyone has it, but um, how many missions actually get scrubbed on the first attempt? Yeah, I'm um, sure it's pretty high. Yeah, I would assume it's pretty high. Right. I mean, again, I go back to that just you know thinking of the the reporters getting upset that they didn't go it's like that's why i think this should be a hangout this should not be this big event it's just like yeah just get together hang out i i do want this to get online live at some point right um maybe do like a google plus hangout or um a, definitely a phone line i'd love to get a phone line going here right um but i'm just trying to get all those logistics underhand right um I mean, we just recently put up, uh, there is a Facebook page now. Um, if you search Today in Space, you should be able to find it. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for liking the page. Uh, I think we're almost at 100 people. That's amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's amazing. Awesome. Um, thank you guys for all the support. I would love it if you guys subscribe, too. Um, I think part of the issue is some people still don't know what a podcast is. Right. Um, of course, if you're listening to this, you probably have some idea. Um, but basically, it's wide open. I mean, it's just a way to put content out there. It's a feed. Right. You know, it's a content feed that gets updated. And and then in this form, it's audio. So I, I'm a big fan of radio. Right. Um, ever since I... I was always a fan of talk radio. Um, but really, when I got into college, I started listening to... Uh, Opie and Anthony, um, Patrice O'Neill was a huge influence on me. Sure. I'm going to his benefit um, this Wednesday in New York. Oh, excellent! Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm really excited for that. I missed it last year. Mm. Um, it's gonna be so many stand-up comics. I, I I'm <laughs> it's it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna Love be a great it. night for him. Um, the, the money that goes uh, to this uh, event uh, helps to um, help pay for uh, his mother. Um, his girlfriend uh, and her kid, um, and all the people he was helping out sure. with with his uh, with with his comedy and what he what he made and stuff like that. Excellent. So, it's it's a really good event. I'm I'm very excited now. Granted, hmm. those guys were uh, not the cleanest comics. In fact, they were rather dirty. Right. But yeah. uh, so, I, I think so. I think George Carlin. So well, know, yeah. George and George Collins. <laughs> I mean, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Oh, oh my God. shit. There is some of his stuff. Really. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Jeez, God. But my... people don't really remember that. They remember how funny he was. Yeah, they, they remember him on the movies, and they think, oh, yeah. Oh, that's true, too. You know, so. That's true. I think but, still, if um, I think on Netflix, uh, if you watch Die Hard, hmm. the screenshot they show is him running through the bushes. Uh, like getting like getting pricked on the on the oh, thorns as oh. going through. <laughs> oh my god! That's all I can tell you. Well, you know, to you know, for a quick offshoot here, you know, charity. You know, that that's what's going on here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you know, you give donations to whatever charity you want. You know, right. uh, but this one, you know, like, I didn't know you were going to, which is awesome. I think it's a fantastic thing, right? But to me, that's in a lot in charity. That's a great thing because you know that money's going to go for a specific right. cause, right. and I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Where you know a lot of the charities that you get advertised, you know that 40, 50, 60 percent of it is going to administration, and only a few dollars is going to mm -hmm. to actually helping people. Yeah, right here, and we know, won't we won't say any specifics, but a certain color. Um, that's been related to something. Um, the money that's been going uh, to that research hmm. um, has been shown that very little. Uh, I mean, this is of course alleged, but 
uh, there's a lot of stuff showing that a lot of that money does not go to the research. It goes to the organizations that are running this stuff. Right, right. You know, and it's only until years later you find out, oh, what? So little is going. Right. Like, what's the, why am I donating that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll get off charity thing in a second, but I, yeah. I'd rather go hand somebody a hundred bucks who's really down and out, you know, uh, needs the help, mm-hmm. you know, then uh, this is just my personal opinion here. And then just, you know, constantly feed it into a, a corporation. We can call it a charity, but that's what it is, you right. know. Uh, listen, they're all worthwhile. But I just feel like if I'm going to give a hundred bucks, I want to make sure a hundred bucks gets used, right. you know, for the right reasons. Right. So. No, I agree. I agree, and uh, that's why I'm I'm very excited to go to this uh, this event. Excellent. Um, have some laughs too. So of course that's that's very important. <laughs> um, laughs are good. I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's check here. See if anything else has come up about launch. Um, Let's see. Hmm. Mm, okay. Right. So the launch is still postponed. Um, Elon Musk is saying it's probably good though. It'll give us time to replace the first stage video transmitter. Not needed for launch, but nice to have. So. Oh. Okay. So that so that they can check the first stage as it's, as it's coming in. So. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So we're gonna have better better view of what's yeah, going on. Yeah. You don't want to talk about that next tweet. You know, so. Oh, this one. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna talk about how they're almost gonna shut down Massachusetts again for the storm. So. Well, that's that's a whole other thing. No thanks. We'll um, pass. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Only in Boston for that one. Um, <laughs> talking about the sign language of the interpreter. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a. Uh, it's not good. It's not looking good. Um, if we get hit with another big storm, I mean, it's this is not good. I mean. It, it, it's so crazy. It, I mean, it's 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 bad on a lot of levels. It's bad. Because, first of all, there's no parking anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, there wasn't parking to start with, and now with all the snow, you can't like all the street parking is gone. Well, the Patriots parade. I mean, we didn't. Oh talk my about god! The Patriots, I, right? I didn't even bother. I, well, first of all, I had class, so right. I couldn't. I got to have to be an adult. Uh, this been a few years ago. I would have gone. Right. But uh, I mean, there was nothing. There was, there was. That's when. That's part of the reason I didn't go. One twenty eight again, which loops Boston. It me, well, it made me feel good. I couldn't go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, literally, one twenty eight loops Boston. I was driving north. Uh, it's a considerable amount of it, and every single exit that that turns into Boston yeah. was ba- bumper to bumper. Ugh. Every one, and and I, you know, I go about twenty eight miles up one twenty eight. Every one. Yeah. So it's like this is horrendous. Yeah, I mean, we're not bad. even in close to Boston yet. <laughs> so it was just yeah. There's there's no place to park. Yeah. Now, if you own a parking lot, parking garage, you're making money. You're making big, big money. Bucks. People pay out the ass to stay oh there. Oh, my God. And if you can stay awake and be a snowplow guy, oh, my God, you know what they're going to make? Some, oh, they're some making, these, they're making Some of money. these guys are going to make anywhere between twenty dollars and $50,000 from mm. this winter just for snowplowing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Now, if someone could capitalize on this and come up with a good... I, I've been thinking about this. I don't really have any good ideas. But the big issue now is if we get a storm like this again, how are we going to be able to get rid of the snow that's taking up all the room? Right. Um, they have I, melters now. You heard I, and I saw the uh, I saw a clip on uh, on because they they, 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 they wheeled me in front of the uh, and locked my wheelchair in front of the news, <laughs> so I had to sit and watch the news for five fucking hours, which was terrible. Change the fucking channel, but. <laughs> If someone can put their mind to that, 
and and spend nine months putting it together mm. and so they can deploy within a year it doesn't even matter if there's no storm people will buy because yeah. they're going to remember exactly <coughs> what happened this year and they will just buy it just because it's mm. some solution to the problem i was at a strip mall up in burlington three days ago just meeting a customer there and um in the parking lot they had a melter they mm. had it just looked like a you know regular like a rear truck, loader, right? you know. Yeah. You a know, rear loader, yeah. A rear loader yeah. is what it looked like, you know, and and it just it, it had, you know, heater, it has some kind of heating on the inside. Mm-hmm. And basically a front loader would just come and dump snow into it. Yep. And what it is, they made sure they were at the right angle so when the water melted through the bottom of it, it went into the drain. Well, you know, that right. was you know, and, and just the way the pitch was and they mm-hmm. had it correct and uh and they were able to clear out that parking lot because basically um, they had already lost half of their parking. Mm. Because of the snow, so they had to get they had to get rid of it. So you can't just dump it in the ocean. That's not right. allowed in Massachusetts, right? No, you know, unless it's totally free of any salt. Well, and that's salt. another big yeah. issue too is the yeah. amount of salt that's being used for these winters. Right. I mean, last year it was an it was an issue. Right. And this year I can't even imagine. And then the issue that happens is once the snow gets the salt, it it seems like it takes forever. I mean, we're gonna have snow mounds into April. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, absolutely. Easy. They're not gonna go away. No. no. And, and with these melters, adding that mixture and that salt, not only is it going to take a little bit, the, the whole, the snow is not going to melt the, the right way. It's not going to melt uniformly because it's going to have patches of, of, of snow and ice. And the amount of just wear and tear on everything metal. Right. On ev- everyone's car, every uh, machine that's being used is being beat to crap with all this salt. Right. So it's it's kind of it's just a it's a it's a never ending battle with this you know we add salt to get the roads clean and and not icy, but we're beating the shit out of all of our stuff. So, right. you know it's it's almost like is there a better way to do this? Well, is it's interesting. There... You know, you got the difference between sodium chloride, which is a rock salt, and mm-hmm. calcium chloride, which does not create a lot of those problems. Now, the calcium I, chloride is a, is a lot easier on the environment. Now, I think it's Wisconsin that actually uses the the byproduct from the cheeses. And uses it in their roads. Says something, doesn't it? Just, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. the salt and cheese. <laughs> well, uh, it's just funny. It's just like you know, different so it's areas. The whey. I, I think so. Using whey, using that whey protein, that that, that little crust thing that's. Comes yeah, I the think I cheese. think that's what they're yeah. using, and I think there's. And I hope I, none of you I, guys I was, are eating out there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember reading that like different parts of the country use different types of salt. Right. I think ours is a little more abrasive, our our area. Right. Um, but I think that's because they well. I don't know the reason. Right. My guess is because it's so harsh up here at times. What happens is the snow up here. Well, there was is, some is big deal. Ocean. One or the other. So it's, it's, I know. Huh? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they're too cheap to buy anything else, yeah. right? So, uh, <laughs> but up here the snow usually it hasn't been this winter, but usually the snow is very heavy and wet, mm. and then it freezes. So, right. so you get so much black ice all over the place that what they do is they want to melt, they want to melt the black ice to right. make sure that that's not a problem. So they they put down a considerable amount of. Salt, you know, you could argue you ship it sand, you something else. I mean, you know, they, they do do right. a combination of. There's no question. There's yeah. not just pure salt. No, um, no, definitely not. I mean, it's just simple. I mean, it just makes sense. You right. know, you don't want to use all your product, so you, you cut right. it with sand, right? right? Right. Well, sand, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, any grit will help if you're mm-hmm. sliding. You know, what I mean? so. But it's an interesting point, though. Is like eventually this is all going to melt. Right. It's all going to go in the drains. Right. And it's all going to go going to go somewhere to the ocean exactly it's all going to go to the ocean in the streams is where it's going to go and we thought so. japan's uh radio uh, uh whatever um 
uh, nuclear generator was an issue. Right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. That stuff's going to do terrible things. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's, um, it's, well, you know, tune in a couple of weeks when we tell you it rained on top of the snow and it <laughs> yeah, turned into a solid block of ice, you know? Okay. So, yeah. but, uh, but anyways, let's, let's move on to a uh, better topic, you know, cause uh, okay. I'm just, uh, yeah, just, I don't want to talk about it. Just like, you know, I think I'm, well, like I'm we, gaining we, gray we, hairs as I talk about it here. Well, so, I mean, personally didn't like want to talk too much about it, but now on the third storm, yeah. it's kind of like, all right, we, we got to talk about it now. Listen, in three weeks, I've done more exercise in three weeks. I'm shoveling nonstop <laughs> and this and that and doing that and everything else. And I haven't gained, I haven't lost a pound, Yeah, you know, so, so much well, for exercise. Yeah, well, there's the know? stress, right? Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been able to do anything because of my back. And yeah. like I did, I did some. I went up and down the stairs and did a little bit of uh, work here and there, and that was too much. Right. So I, I, I'm terrible at relaxing. So mm. for me, this is just, this is just. I'm just glad we can actually sit down and talk because right. I've just been a mess. This has just yeah. been terrible. Yeah. Um, the second day has definitely been kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, kind of felt everything. The third day is the worst. On, yeah. on any of these injuries, the third day is the yeah. worst. It's already getting worse. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, as you know, I've had my numerous uh, car accidents. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, the third day is the worst day yeah. when it comes to an injury. Well, mine was being compared to a car accident that yeah. I did to myself. So, just contusions. Yep. So yep. bruising, basically. It's yeah. a nice fancy way to say bruising. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah. So. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. I feel very proud. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's. Um, uh, listen, you know, for those people who, you know, live in the South, mm-hmm. they come up here and they'd be in heaven to see all this stuff, to see all this snow. And oh my God, this is fantastic. It's beautiful. It, listen, it's beautiful when it snows. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely beautiful when yeah. it snows. Well, it's, it's even better, too, because like usually in the winter, well, my big thing in the winter is always I need white outside. If there's no white outside, then the fact that it's cold is just depressing. Right. I think having the white snow on the ground actually kind of makes it bearable. Yeah. But yeah, there actually is some uh, environmental benefits to having snow on the ground. There are, you know, there's okay. actually, yeah, there actually is a tremendous amount from the aspect of, you know, from, from. Um, Was it restart kind of the, the, the nature, the greens and well, the well, trees? If, and if it, like, for instance, if, if it. Uh, if hardies? It, make some hardy? <laughs> I guess, I, I, maybe, I guess, I, I'm yeah. not really sure, but, uh, you know, it does, uh, it, it does, if it melts slowly, then you're feeding the soil in mm. theory. You know, I, I'm not sure about that 100%, but I know right. that for the bugs, I mean, if there's a considerable amount of snow down or, or heavy cold, like we're supposed to get a lot of cold here at the end of next week, mm-hmm. that we're all of a sudden then, you know, it benefits the the bug kind of like for mosquitoes. For us, we hate Culling mosquitoes. Calling the uh, the herd, if you right. will. Right, exactly. So, right. you know, there are some environmental benefits to snow. Mm-hmm. So, Which, let's be, especially in this area, if we can take out some of the bug population that has been coming wow. recently, it's been it's been insane. Yeah, so it's if been we can call a little bit of that without having to use <laughs> super chemicals, right? Great, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. I'm okay with that. No, no question. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's 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 all you know. It's um, the traffic jams have been horrendous. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I've, I've been I've you know I I get to work at six o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. all right, and I've been leaving even earlier because I don't want to deal with the traffic in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've got friends in Boston and, and in Worcester, too, and I haven't been able to visit either because there's no place to go. No. There's no place to go. Now, there's also something else I was thinking about the other day. I had, I had a conversation about this. 
Um, I just want to give a, a uh, condolences to all the uh, relationships that were strained over the, the blizzard and these weekends where you're staying inside with your, your uh, beloved one and you realized you couldn't spend more than 24 hours with that person. So <laughs> I'd like to apologize to all those people. Um, don't worry. Just find a corner of the room, put some headphones on, and, and you'll make it through. You'll make it through. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a lot of relationships are probably uh, ruined yeah, right. and made, you know? <laughs> That's so, true. It so, could go so. either way with that Yeah, one. it could be made, Didn't too. think of that. More ways than one, I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so... <laughs> God so in case you're in the middle of a breakup or <laughs> or a new relationship, uh, it seems the storm brings more than just snow. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see if there's a baby boom here in September. You know, oh so. that oh that would be interesting. That'd be interesting. We we'll have to we we'll have to make a note of that hmm. here. Just to check September for hmm. birth rates. Nine months. You know? Yeah, <laughs> nine months from now. Let's check a little yeah, experiment. September October. Uh, I don't even know what is that like a census thing? Where would you even find those numbers? Uh, you, you can, you know, the, I know that um, you know all the all the hospitals report. Do is they, public they report. record? Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, it is. You know, we'll have to find out where where it's centrally brought the numbers are brought together. You know, mm. we'll just call in the hospitals, ask them where they report the where they put that information. We'll just mm. track it down. So cool, yeah. cool. So I like I, I, I like numbers sometimes, especially yep. when they're when they're funny. <laughs> we'll like some context behind them, you know. The blizzard baby count. The blizzard baby count. That's what I we're like it. Here, so I like it. It'll be your first project. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So, uh, when did you get pregnant? You know, so. yeah, interesting. Was it? Did it happen to be in uh, January, February yeah. period there? <laughs> interesting. Interesting. But yeah. All right. Well, I think um, I think that's what we'll have for today. Um, I'll add more coverage hopefully launch tomorrow uh we'll go off as planned i think 5 p.m they were saying oh wait hold on did we uh, oh. did we uh, did you ever did you, did you well you know again you know i've been real busy the last week or so mm-hmm. but did you uh, discuss that ufo cited by one of the no planes? no no you were you, you we talked about this the other day right yeah i guess there was a pilot uh who had uh you know had um taken off from logan airport here mm. in boston and uh about eight minutes into his flight reported a red and blue light um that came across um came across in front of the uh the aircraft not real close and kind of hesitated and then took off like mm. at, like unbelievable mark speed and just took off hmm. so and he caught he had reported it in a red and blue red and blue hmm red and blue is interesting because that could have been a drone right could have been someone's drone yeah red and blue is very specific that's that's one that if I ever hear red and blue, I, I get a little suspicious. Right. But, yeah. Um, I mean, it could be because I know there's been a lot of problem with drones lately. Well, yeah. and that's another thing the FAA is going to get involved with yeah. again. Um, the one that landed on the White House lawn uh, well, last that, week. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. That's, um, oh, allegedly, yeah. it was some uh, uh, agent uh, that might have been drinking. Uh, <laughs> but again, it's all hearsay. I don't actually know yeah. that if that happened. But uh, yeah, no, drones are a big issue because the big thing, you know, I mean, Amazon wants to use it for deliveries. Right. Um, so that's a whole airspace regulation that needs to be, you need, you need, um, to, to stay, well, my guess, just like planes, right. you'd need to stay within a certain, uh, elevation right. and not go anywhere. Yep. And then it's like, all right, if everyone has the ability to do it, 
then the airspace is just going to be crowded, and we're just going to have this hum of motors yeah. all the time. Yeah, no, no. Like, forget, oh, we won't even have flying before we have flying cars. It, there won't even be any space for them, right? Because there'll just be drones everywhere. Yeah, and no, we like true. our situation with satellites right now, where it's just polluted with with right. stuff in 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 orbit. Just well, I tell you, you know, we're talking about rare elements, right? Rare mm-hmm. minerals and stuff like that. Well, we should be retrieving those uh, satellites and kind of. Well, the Swedes yeah. actually were working on. Uh, I think they're still. They're still doing it, uh, and it's a mission that would um, basically decommission these satellites. It would go in with like an arm, grab on, pull them in, and then relaunch them in a new orbit mm. so that they would slowly burn up. Um, right. It's a way to kind of recycle them um, in right. a way that's reasonable within a few years. I think we bring them know? back. We bring them back, and we. Yeah, you know. it's definitely possible. Um, it's just a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I mean, you know, um, because I mean, all the operations that are done, especially from like sea recovery, that's the Navy. That's right. so you'd need to get them to do that, um, and you'd have to coordinate all of this. Right. So, and that's just a lot. Um, you know, I mean, when when with the Antares, we couldn't get a guy on a boat from <laughs> getting out of the area, uh, and then having to scrub the launch because of that. It might be an issue. Yep. So, but no, I, I agree. It would be great to get those uh, materials back, uh, yeah, especially if like if there's any platinum. Right, I mean, platinum is at a an all time. Oh, it's huge. It's yeah. it's. I'm pretty platinum sure we mined yeah. everything years ago, yeah. and now it's just the the resources are just being depleted. Right. So. Well, you know, let's put it this way. You know, it's an interesting point of view. You know, they talk about the resources have been been depleted. To a certain extent, they're correct. But part of the problem has been is that. Uh, a lot of governments across the world have restricted mining operations, so they can't go find these, you know, more minerals, more mm-hmm. of that. So they've they've actually restricted where before, you know, they would go out if they find the spot that fit into the matrix of this is where platinum should be or palladium should be or, you know, uh, gold, silver, whatever it is, then, you know, they, they paid their 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 fees and, and their permits and everything else, and they would go do it. Mm-hmm. But now a lot of governments have turned around and really put the screws to the mining part, which now all of a sudden has, you know, pulled back the the, the, finding, the finding of new resources, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, where China, smartly in a lot of ways, again, I've, as you know, I follow this for many, many years, mm-hmm. um, has done a tremendous job Never mind going out and doing it, but they've been buying up mines all over the world for the last twenty years. Mm. So, and now they're they're controlling the minerals that it takes to create things. Mm. You know, which is a pretty smart idea. Yeah, I, yeah. Someone's gonna do it, right? Yeah, someone's yeah. willing to take the shot at it. So, yeah. But um, but uh, the UFO was interesting to say mm. the least. You know, again, could have been a drone. Who knows what it could have been? Yeah, you know? yeah. The red and blue. That's always it's always a, a bit skeptical. And I mean, and I've heard this said before. I mean. You know, before cell phones, we used to have endless reports of UFOs, and now you'd you'd expect more to come up, but right. less and less. It's just at yeah. all time lows. I mean, I've seen some videos online that are kind of you kind of laugh at because you're like, oh, that's a pretty good trick, but you know, it's a it's a super long shot film. Right. We can barely keep it still, but right. you know, they got this like crazy. I saw one that was like sparkling. It's like okay. What you know? Yeah. Yeah, it seems cool, you know. But yeah. how am I supposed to know that? Yeah, we can't. There's no you know, proof come on. Anything, it's so. the, you know, it looks like an Adobe Photoshop thing or right. something like that. You know. Right. Um, now I did. I I actually had a weird uh, event during one of the snowstorms. I think it was the night of 
what UFC? I think it was UFC 182. Um, and uh, I was outside smoking cigars. And it's the middle of the storm, right? And so you can't see the sky. And there was just this blue light that just streaked across the sky. No sound. No, no nothing. I mean, I was waiting for something to hit. Right. Sure. <laughs> that was my thing. I was like, okay, keep counting, keep counting. All right, I think we're good. But, I mean, we all saw something. I only saw, like, a, the kind of, I saw that something went across with right. the blue light. And then my other two friends saw it. But, you know, I don't, is there a chance? I mean, the, the weird thing, I, I would think maybe lightning. Right. But didn't hear anything. Um, so, like, does anyone know if... Like there are lights that happen during a storm because it didn't really make any sense. I don't sense. know. We'd have to have to. I wouldn't have think to anyone would be flying people, at the time. Yeah. So that was a little strange. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know. Did the weather create the bending of the light or something like that? I mean, I don't yeah. Know. So. And it looked like it moved slow enough to kind of go by. So right. I mean, I'm not like I'm not too yeah. worried about it because no. I didn't hear anything. No. <laughs> it's just like all right, well, we none, we none, all saw nothing's that. happened since. So. We all saw that. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm not going crazy. All right, that's all I care. <laughs> so, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? No, There's I agree. way more answers, uh, way more possible answers than just aliens. So, <laughs> um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But all right, that's it for today. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more on it uh, the second half of this episode. But it turns out uh, we do not have anything at the end of this episode because it's Monday night and just in time for the, the weekly episode. And they scrubbed the launch again, this time due to weather. Uh, so the uh, launch will happen tomorrow, Tuesday, February 10th at 6.05 p.m. Or as a backup, Wednesday, um, 6.03 p.m. E- all Eastern time. So um, that's how it is. That's how launches are. But I hope you guys enjoyed that launch hangout. Um, really, I just, wanted, I just wanted to try something new. I, I think, think it went pretty well. I had a really good time with the assistant, and yeah, uh, learned a few uh, other things about the launch, especially for SpaceX. This is their first deep space mission. Um, I know that may sound obvious to some people, but that just didn't dawn on me at the time uh, until I actually read it. Uh, but yes, it, it so it turns out it's their first deep mission. Uh, they're heading to Earth-Sun L1, uh, like we talked about Lagrangian points. Um, it's a million miles, basically, uh, four times further than the moon. And it also turns out that the rocket reentry is going to be uh, a little more difficult uh, because of the deep space mission. Um, so not only are they trying to <laughs> land a rocket again uh, with more hydraulic fuel, but it's actually uh, going to have twice as much force and four times as much heat. Um, not really sure what that's going to entail. My guess would be... Uh, with twice as much force, uh, that means they're going to have to uh, really make use of those um, those reignitions to, to really get them down. The supersonic uh, fins are going to be doing a lot of work, so all that extra hydraulic fluid will be put to work. It won't just be a waste, that's for damn sure. Um, and yeah, and, and the heat, uh, that, that can play a lot of different things, um, especially expansion, but... Uh, we'll, we'll see, like I said. Uh, so they'll be trying that landing attempt again. Uh, but other than that, we're just sitting here waiting. Um, we're in the midst of yet another storm. Uh, everyone is once again freaking out. Um, I can't do anything. I have to sit inside. 
Um, not that I'm complaining, but uh, it's a little nerve-wracking. Uh, definitely feeling a little bit better now, um, but it is what it is. Uh, I literally like burnt myself out going up and down some stairs. Uh, I, I don't like that feeling, but uh, <laughs> I've got to heal. That's all I can do. So as I sit here and wallow in what seems like forever, uh, I'm just sitting here reading about science, trying to get you guys the best show. So uh, if you like what we're doing, if you like um, science and just the show in general, um, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes or on, on Android platform. Um, for the iTunes users, it's at the bottom of the website at todayinspace.net. Um, I've put that button in there. You just click it, and it'll bring you right to the site so you can subscribe. Um, make use of the search function. If there's something, if there's something that uh, space-related that you you would like to listen to or, or learn more about, uh, type it into that search, and it'll pull up anything that's related on the website to that. Um, so you know, if perfect timing is is right now with the storm. If you're sitting at home, bored out of your mind, you've already done everything you can do, you could possibly think of. Uh, learn something new, um, and and do it with something that's not you know that that harebrained, um, super nerdy, got to be correct, uh, science show. We're just trying to learn stuff, and it's totally okay to be wrong, guys. In fact, you're probably gonna be wrong most of the time. So give yourself a break and learn something. Uh, other than that, uh, we've also got a Facebook group. I think I mentioned it earlier in the episode. But uh, if you just, Today in Space, I think if you put that in, it should come up. Uh, really appreciate all the support already. Uh, and, and with everything else, guys, you, you guys are good fans. I really, I got to say, and it's not even fans. I really feel like this is, uh, um, saying fans is a little insulting. Um, I really appreciate you guys uh, listening and, and staying tuned. Um, I can't say anything more. Just get the word out, guys. Let's, let's get this thing moving. Um, I'm still working. I've got uh, later this week. A supplemental episode coming out, uh, talking a, a little more about uh, kind of stuff that's that's meaningful to the show, um, and I'll be talking a little bit about uh, some bad teachers, um, and also uh, just some other stuff that uh, I, I think relates to um, just the show in general. Um, yeah, that's that's about it, guys. Uh, hope you guys enjoy yourself. If you're on the East Coast, please stay warm. Um, don't pull your back out wear boots if you're outside don't uh don't wear sneakers like i did uh and fall straight on your ass like i did <laughs> or you'll be sitting around bored as a motherfucker okay so anything else um i don't think so uh we'll have john on here soon we're gonna be going to the movies soon and we're doing another movie review and i think that's it guys so once again uh please subscribe Go to todayinspace.net and just live in, in the glory that is this, this show. And <laughs> and uh, the poor man science show, if you will. Um, stay tuned, and we'll be back later this week. Bye!